Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the rainbow. Welcome to the Album Alchemy series. A focused look into the alchemy behind rap's freshest albums directly from the mouth of their creators. Today, I welcome you to the first inaugural episode of this new series, Spotlighting Mighty Cannons, with the two artists responsible for creating this record. Maryland's Ace Cannons, as the rapper for this project, and Miami Beach's Mighty Healthy on the boards. These two brought a distinct tenacity and aggression to this year's rap game that makes Mighty Cannons stand out, Listen on to hear their interesting thought processes as it relates to this very fun and energetic record. You don't want to miss this. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up? How are you guys doing? Man, pretty, pretty good. How about yourself? Thanks for asking. Man, I'm doing, I'm doing great. Doing very good. Very excited to have the first installment of insert name of this series here, because I have not named it. With the magic of technology, by the time the rest of you guys here, this will have some hopefully very cool name. But for now, I'm here with Ace Cannons and Mighty Healthy. We're talking Mighty Cannons. This has been a really great project to get into for a lot of reasons. But right off the bat, it's really clear that you guys have a really dope chemistry. Like it doesn't, it doesn't need any introduction to either you guys as solo artists. If we, if anybody puts this on, they're like, damn, yeah, those guys are a group. Like, like that must be a thing, you know? So my question to start is, what did you guys see in each other's craft that made you think like we should t- team up and make this album Mighty Cannons? Well, for me, I just, it, for me, it was more, it was just simple, you know, he's dope. Like, uh, you know, I think a lot of times, uh, you know, in these interviews, like guys will try to give like this long drawn out deep thought, like to make it sound so good. But, you know, for me, it was more like, you know, I got an ear, I got an ear and I'm just like, yo, that's what I like. What he's doing is what I need. Like, that's the world I need to be in. That's the the, the type of grittiness I'm, I'm on. Because, you know, doing doing different projects and stuff, you try to experiment with other sounds and you do a lot. But it's like, man, I knew I knew whatever I did after my last project, I just wanted to be like, I just wanted to rap. I didn't want to, have to be topical or I just really wanted to rap, rap and um man, he just got the right, he just got the potion, man. Whatever it is he's doing over there, he just got it. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, likewise, you know, Ace, is, Ace was the first person that that has ever used a joint of mine, and we kind of just hit it off quick, and and yeah, we've just been, like, we're actually friends, so it, it's, it's uh, it was pretty much a no-brainer that we should just do more songs. Yeah, there's a camaraderie. I hate that word. I can never say it right. There's a camaraderie between you guys that's pretty clear in when you listen to the music that I think is a obvious staple of any good like 
rapper producer record like there has to be that bond and for you mighty healthy could you put into words the kind of sound that you wanted to give ace with this album and the beats that you made uh well i mean when it comes to producing certain artists um with with ace in particular because of how he raps and how aggressive he can get like i always wanted to like see like how far we could take it Mm. so uh, that, that's why a lot of these joints are just fast paced. I mean, that, that's just the nature of my production, really. But I really wanted to um, to, to really nail that this time. And, you know, we, we did it. No, I like the, the the thing that I love the mo- most is really the drums. And like particularly like they're, they hit hard, but they're they are like propelling. They're like fast as fuck. It's like a high speed chase, high energy gritty as fuck that's the thing and i think that makes sense that you really tried to push it because there's it's not many albums these days that are made where i think it's like rapping and the production is really at that pace that it is on this album and i think you it really fit fit ace well and a follow-up to that is did you and did you and ace have the same kind of idea like you said like you wanted to push that kind of aggression to the max or did you kind of have to deliberate and figure that out as you went or was it a pretty much like a oh yeah no that's where we're going right from the bat get go it's got an interesting perspective on it you know i'm gonna be real honest i'm I'm, you know biased but uh i really just i really just let uh i really let him take control i really just let him like i don't want to say control but he had a vision I didn't know, I didn't know necessarily where I, I wanted to go 100% as far as like the direction of the project, but you know, I wasn't understanding where he was trying to go at first because he'd be like, yo, you should do this joint. And I'd be like, really? But we got a joint like this or a joint like that. And, I, and it was just confusing at first. And then um, I think it was when we did a song, Birds of a Feather. And mm-hmm. when we did that song, he sent it back to me, um, man. Like, I just was like, I remember telling him, I, I I understand now. And from that point, everything else was so easy. Like that, the process of the project, it was so fast. Cause once you, I think once you understand where somebody trying to take it, it's easier for you to go that way. Like I can paint, but like, I don't, what am I painting? And then once he's like, you know, we, we're doing this. It's like, oh, okay, I could do this. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you said earlier about how like you wanted to make an album Ace, uh, that where you could just rap. So the next thing I want to get to is kind of just like the lyrics specifically and what you were trying to go for, but could you kind of elaborate on what you meant by that? Um, you mean with the lyrics? Yeah. Lyrics and just like wanting to rap. Like that was your main focal point on this record. Like some of the, I'm I'm not gonna, I don't have, uh, I don't want to go into like the deep detail for the sake of the you know conversation, but um, just certain songs, is certain deep like the way that I got into the lyrics and um the entendres and like just the metaphors and you know just saying things in a different way than anybody else. Um, you know, everybody got a way to say they're gonna do something, but a lot of people like. They got a lot of ways to say, like, I'm the best. Like, you might hear a rapper just flat out keep saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. But, like, how many ways can I say that? How many ways can I say this? How many ways can I say that? And um, it was just a different uh, a different type of writing process. And for the first time, um, I would I would write a verse, go back to it, take things out, 
put things in. And um, I don't know how it comes across to the to the average listener or hip hop head, but um, I want when when people listen to it, I I just want them to think like, yo, he is he really crafted this. He's even if you never heard him before, like who is this guy? He's he's crafty with it, you know. So I just really like, you know, most times like and Mighty can tell you. Uh, he can give me a song. He can give me a beat and be like, "Yo, this is a feature for somebody, or this is a song got an idea, and I could turn it. I can turn it around quick." But now, with the process with this project, it was more like, "Nah, I, I know it's good, but I want to make it great. Like I know it's okay, but I want to make it more than okay." So, um, I think just the process with the writing with wanting to really rap was just to like, you know, poke the chest out a little bit, you know. Like, I want to show y'all that, you know, everybody else got that I'm superior, you know, swag in that rap. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to show the same thing and um, I'm going to try to do it to the best of my ability. So I think it came across really well. I think the cadence and the wordplay was the thing that really caught my eye, especially given the fact that these beats are so fast and like noisy and like brash. Like you really still like you don't get lost. And I think right. that's impressive just just on its face, like to not get lost in some of these beats or with the other, with the others, uh, with these other guest rappers too, that you guys obviously had some dope features too. Like, For sure. I think it really came across. Cause they don't know when I spray it, I rate a roast, the greater go, afraid of ghosts. I don't even complain, I just convey the code. The way I wove it is way above the weight that'll break your hope. You say you rolled it, not fully developed, just wait till you grow up. Though you threw a time warp, make you roll the renate, you won't prenatal broke. End it before a picky figure to grow. Or go further on your deathbed. Do you remember slow? Pitch your nose until you no longer win it. The best that and, and for you, Mighty Healthy, I know you had uh, you just kind of like was kind of referenced earlier that you kind of took the initial at least initially you took the wheel and kind of steering this ship for mighty cannons and that kind of leads into something that i found really interesting which is something that you tweeted uh, however long ago it was on the topic of uh you know trying to make an how to produce an album that's cohesive and you you specifically said you should think about the ending as much as you do the intro Every track must have a purpose. Don't repeat ideas. And and post production written three times. Um, yeah. And I I felt like that was great to see you tweet that after listening to this album because that's definitely one of the my favorite things of this record. It's the sequencing, the way songs flow into some others, like especially the the moments which are not that many, but when it is a little quieter or a little less noisy and like in your face, the way it kind of like is used very uh intentionally before it like leads into some another like fucking banger i love that so could you like explain how you followed that guidance yourself like when you made this album oh yeah and so with with with, with the that that that, that sweet was funny because i i think there was one guy that kind of just disagreed and i was just like dude i heard your music you probably need this, this advice to look on the water <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> when, when it comes for me, I, albums are something I take seriously. I put a lot of thought into. I, I, I treat it as a movie. And um, with that being said, when it comes to albums, especially a one producer project where there's one particular sound and one particular rapper, like you have to, for me, you have to be very deliberate with your choices. And one of the biggest thing was... Um, how I how I approach every project is the, the how we're starting it and how we're leaving. 
you could fuck up all the middle because yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of albums, you know, kind of slow down in the middle. Mm-hmm. But if you know how to end it and you know how to start it, you did a good job. But 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 for me, you know, um, w- once I figured out because uh, how, how I how I operate is I, I get all the mute. I, I have an idea of where I want to take the project before I even have any music. So I already knew that I wanted the last song to be like the one time I do something drumless, but it's like the hardest drumless beat. Oh ever. my God. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I don't do that. a lot. I'm not known for that. And, and so, um, because it's like, I know I'm going to be just keep hitting you and hitting you and hitting you and hitting you. And, um, and you know, the, the ending, I know, I know, I know I wanted him to go like a little bit autobiographical, like a little bit of a, just, just to show that we could do this. But you know we're gonna hit you nine more times before that, and and so like I I outline albums before I even have any music, and so then the next job is it's like for example I wanted a I wanted an intro that hit like that, then I wanted a second track to have a beat switch, and I wanted like another sing like I have the track list beforehand, and then I go find the music to fill in all those gaps. Wow, that's that's very very intentionally put together. That's impressive and. I guess that answers some other thing I was curious about is that I guess you made all the beats for Mighty Cannons for Mighty Cannons. Like you didn't take beats that you made otherwise and kind of put it in or did that actually happen? Like it served the purpose that you. Yeah. Uh, Mighty, Mighty Cannons had, had a lot of on and off. So I think some of the, I think like the Gotham joint, I think I had had that for like a lucid first. Um, uh, there was, I think there was one Raekwon joint I had in there. Like some the certain certain older joints I know I had for other people, but for the most part, this was just okay, this is for Ace and nobody else. Okay. And so <clears throat> we've touched on the fact that this is like a one producer, one rapper album. I've been one of my favorite trends of the last like five, six years in hip-hop has been like this very clear resurgence of that i think even at like mainstream levels too it's becoming a lot more common and do you what do you feel like that dynamic of just having mighty healthy as the sole producer and architect for this album working with ace like did for the album and do you feel like you could have done it like done something similar if there was like mighty healthy and then a bunch of other producers uh only if he was involved like mm-hmm. like and i'm and you know and i say that like now nah, i'm not trying to like well i am trying to toot this horn but like you know to achieve that you would have to have somebody or a mindset because i feel that we we have we possess the talent to hear something and know hey that fits or that fits he could easily i mean he knows a bunch of producers he could say hey send me this send me this and he could pick stuff out. So I think if it was both of us still masterminding it, yeah, I think so. But it's, it's kind of like one of those kind of things like, yo, I wish I could, I knew somebody that could rap and, and, you know, double time. Well, I wish I knew somebody that could have melodies when they, when they, when they rap. And so instead of like relying on everybody else to have these ideas, we just do them ourselves because we, we possess that kind of talent to do it. So, um, to answer your question, yeah, I think um, it's like it. It's like the gangstar, the gangstar mentality. Um, you know, the Pete Rock, CL Smooth. You know, Mob Deep. Have 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 it do all the beats. You know, it's just coming from that cloth. We just cut from that that same cloth 
So, um, you know, the way it came together, I, I think that if we had other people produce, yeah, we could have pulled it off, but it's better this way. Yeah. It, it would have really boiled down to just post-production, like, you know, um, because when you're getting sounds from other people, uh, there's even though I'm not doing them, it, mm. there's still like, you know, like how Supreme Clientele was done. Like there was clearly other people throughout, but it, you could still tell it was Rizzo, still Rizzo yeah. throughout. Um, but I mean, I, I, we were great self-contained and, you know, for his solo project, uh, I'll be doing exactly what we're talking about. So that's dope. Nice. Yeah. And like, I'm assuming also this kind of dynamic simplifies the process, right? Like you don't have to worry of as much about like other people's ideas kind of muddying your vision and things like that. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Like, like, like you said, like we became real good friends through the process of this like project. Like we would talk every single day, like, like, all right, I know his schedule. He know my schedule. I'm free around this time and call me around this time. I got like an hour window. We just gonna just rap about rap music in general, but you know, we're gonna pluck each other's uh, brains. You know what I mean? We're gonna just, you know, spitball ideas, say what we want, say what we don't like. And, um, you know, but I feel like, you know, as far as us like disagreeing with each other, that was like very, uh, it was very rare. So, mm. I mean, the process, the process of this project, man, was just, it was beautiful, man. I guess everybody's a Basquiat, Hospi, and not a Vermilton side in the Gotham City before a hostage dies. You probably plot the vice, the booby trap, a collar, all my stock, the rise, the foil, my plan to scoop in the hockey guys. You can't monopolize what the mop and be true, or moving up the fries, focus on proving if you were nine to five. Polarizing like a bear in the order, stepping like Polaroid, flashing on brother, said he was ready from a second, but he never hit a net, let alone in a record, looking at you, reenacting, should have been an actor. When people listen to this album, some of the names that have been referenced definitely come to mind as, in my mind, about uh, as it relates to inspirations for this record. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious, like, what were some of the influences or reference points that you guys had in mind when you concocted uh, Mighty Cannons and the creation of this? Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, like, if you listen to the album, there's all kind of inspiration through it. And if you was like, uh, you know, it just depends on what era of hip hop you you grew up listening to. But like the very first song is like, I, I don't know how other people hear it, but when I hear it, it's like, yo, you can hear the Nas and Kooji rap influence. Or when you hear uh, um, the record with Josiah, um, you hear the, you hear the Busta Rhymes influence that's like some some buster type stuff and then you got birds of a feather it was on some like Wu-Tang, Jizza, Raekwon the Chef type you know so it's just like a whole lot of influences through the project but you know I think you know the the the, the famous the popular thing people were saying it's like a Wu-Tang it's like the album that we want we want Wu-Tang to make but for me it's, it's much more deeper than just being influenced by Wu-Tang um, there's a lot of influences, Mob Deep and, you know, like I said, Buster, Tribe Called Quest. It's like just so many different influences sprinkled through the project. Obviously, for my sound, like I'm a, I'm a woo baby, but 
that that's just the foundation. There's there's other things I wanted to explore. So for like for example, the intro. I'm also we're also huge anime guys. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of clips from little shows and, and and random stuff like that. You know, I wanted we both wanted a project that just felt like it just felt like a Dragon Ball Z episode. Um, just so just action end to end. So there was that influence. There's the obvious Wu Tang stuff. Um, you know, I, I went back into like a lot of just like anything from just Rock Him or uh, just Kanye stuff, just Busta, and and these are all these are all influences that we both agree on. So like that's what just made it so much easier. So to hear something, it's like, oh, that's that influence. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Um, and and so you know, kind of the fun is the fun was for this project was, hey, like these are all the things that we like, but what if we did this our way? Yeah. And, and you mentioned earlier that you wanted to make this kind of like a movie or you, the way you make albums like a movie, was there any actual movies that came to mind when you were thinking of uh mighty cannons? Well, um, at, at the time I was just deep diving into different anime. I think the Batman movie just came out. So I saw we just had a song just called Gotham actually with Gotham. My vision for that was just the chase scene where he was chasing Penguin and just walking up to him. Like that, that's why we had, that's why I had like that beat switch going from the rise to Gotham. Like to me, that was just him walking. I I I think of scenes in my head and try to match the the music to that. And um and 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 yeah, like it's it, there's there's so much, there's so much that goes into it. No, I love the I love the way that you guys are like I, I think ace the way. You mentioned, and I want to stress that, is that people have been saying, like, very lazily, I find, like, oh, it's like a Wu-Tang album, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just kind of, like, throw in that label, which is obviously not a, it's not a negative in the sense of, like, Wu-Tang is great, we all know that, but I just, I feel like what you guys are saying, like, it's so much more than that, there's so much detail and, and kind of a mix of influences that I really feel come across, because this doesn't really sound like anything I've heard, like, I know for um the patrons of this show uh, uh as part of the rap music plug podcast patreon like when we were when this album dropped and people were like in the group chat talking about it like everybody just felt like a an energy they're like oh shit like yo this is sick like i've never this is like there's nothing really to refer to like oh this is like that other album that dropped this year because there's not much sounding like this and i think that's when you can say that about any album after there's been like a million made by now in hip hop, yeah. that that's, that's pretty special. I think it's exactly what, it's exactly what we set out to do because, you know, um, and we, we touched on it before, just the, the one producer, one rapper project. I mean, you know, I told this doesn't sound bad, but like 90% of people make the same album again. It's just the same album over and over again, just different people. Mm -hmm. So for like, okay, what is something we could put together that we're not going to be lumped in with all these people? And, yeah. and, you know, for us, it was just bringing that excitement that, that kind of that sets us apart. And it's aggressive rap done. Well, I think that's some, another part that there's a lot of albums that are, and rappers generally like that are very aggressive that rap over things that are like labeled boom bap. And it just comes off stale or dated. Like this sounds fresh and exciting. Like that's, that's also, I think, big and big ups to like Ace. You're rapping like it just comes across like electric. Like that's that's the word I describe, and it, I think it you made an impression on a lot of people. 
Uh, I never heard nobody say it like a lecture. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, man. I I, really, I don't even know what to say to that. I, mean, I appreciate that. I really do because I, I I know countless nights me sitting right where I'm sitting right now, just with the beat playing over and over, and and like I can say this, but nah, I need to, you know, like I would tell Mighty sometimes I'll write like two, three versions of a song like uh, FKS. Um, it took me weeks to write that because, I mean, not to say that the first one that I wrote wasn't dope or the second one that I wrote, it was like, it's dope, but like, I need to go, I need to go to, to a different gear. So that's what to go back on what I was talking about earlier about, um, you know, just becoming a better, a better writer, just trying to think of clever, some clever bars and something witty and, but, but also it's understandable it rhymes well, but it also makes sense because, mm -hmm. you know, we, sometimes guys just rhyme to rhyme. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh, you heard what he said. It's so dope. Like, yeah, but what did he mean? So, yet yeah, I think that uh, to say that it's like a lecture, I mean, that's that's I mean, that's uh, that's an incredible uh, comment to give. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, and that's kind of what made uh, work with Ace so fun, because you know, on the surface level, like that kind of rap is not for everyone. And, but like Ace finds a way to just make it sound fresh and fun. And yeah. so like that, yeah. that's what made this, this whole thing a breeze. And so uh, last thing I want to get into is what is the favorite song for you on the project and why? So I'll start with, I'll start with you, uh, Mighty Healthy. What do you, what do you think? Oh man, F FKS. I, I could, I could talk about FKS for hours. So <laughs> You could just cut the ace. Like I love that. <laughs> it was so fun to put together. It went through so many revisions. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, far as uh, mighty knows, I'm, I'm, I'm. I flip flop. Like I <laughs> FKS, FKS. On most days is my favorite uh, song. Um, if you're talking about from the uh, the beat standpoint, what he did with the beat and the levels it goes to, the 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 you know the first verse uh, sounds one way, then the second verse has different sequencing in it, and it sounds different than the, the beat switch and some of those bars and what I'm actually saying. And, and um, I think FKS might be the one, like in my heart of hearts. You know, you might have a favorite, but you're like, you know, I love. I love Birds of a Feather, I love Hive, and I love Molotov. But in my heart, I'm like, yeah, they're really good, but FKS is my favorite. Because for me, it's between that or Gotham and the intro. Basically all the stuff that I really post-produced after. Like, <laughs> So if there's one thing about this project, a lot of the beats, a lot of the songs that he written to are not the same thing that came back. Mm. So especially with FKS, because FKS was originally two separate songs. And even before that, it was a completely different beat. And like it was on a hook sack. I like going back and rearranging stuff. And no, I, so, love, yeah. I love that part about the album. Generally, for me, for me, actually, I'd say it's the, 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 the outro. That's what I'd say. Um, and wow. it's like it's not because of the drumless part, because I know that's like the distinct factor. I just think the beat, like the sounds, it's like it's melting. It's like fucked. It's just fucked up. Something about it's super warped, but like God, yeah, you did. That's one of like my favorite beats I've heard all year. Like it's just, ah, love it, love it so much. At at, at that time, I was listening to a 
Uh, I was remember remember that joint on. I think it was, I think it was ASAP's second album, the 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 back home joint with Most Def. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like like a fucked up version of that. Oh, I gotta listen to that again and see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I it, felt like you was just gliding, it just, like it, it was like you gliding through a black and white TV screen or yeah. like Saturday morning cartoon shit, but it was like. But it's like demented in a yeah, way. It's demented, like, yeah. It's like riding, a, you know, it's funny you say fuck your wave, but it's like you just riding this wave. And just That's what it sounds like, you know. It's like an action adventure cartoon or something. That's what it reminded me of. And then to, uh, to add about the, the the arrangement of that song, the reason why there's a beat switch and like he's kind of rapping into another beat and it fades out is because originally that was supposed to be a beat switch, but I think he lost a session or something. And so we just we just had like that rough cut. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. We're just we're still gonna use it anyway. I'll throw it as a skit. <laughs> well, we wanted to do that second half, and like he said, like lost the session. But um, I've tried to re. We wanted to re-record it to clean it up, make it better. But for some reason, it just wasn't. I don't know if it was my vocals. I don't know what it was. I just wasn't feeling it the same because it's been a. I've been so far removed from it, but the vibe just wasn't hitting the same as that first one. And I was like, no, that first one is, that's mm-hmm. the one. I don't want to re-record it. And, you know, so I didn't have the vocals, so he couldn't mix it. So I was like, we just have to use the rough, raw version. But there's an aspect of that that's pretty cool because we grew up on hip hop that, you know, like didn't sound like, yeah. cool, you know, didn't sound perfect. And, you know, so it, it, it's like one of those, like a beautiful accident, you know. I love that. All right. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I think this was, I think this gives a lot of like extra little insight, cutting room floor knowledge to people that have been loving this album. And if you haven't heard it, change that, go check it out. And I want to give you guys a, just a quick chance to plug anything you got upcoming, merch, new music, anything of the sorts. Okay. Well, um, obviously we're, we're already talking about the next one, the next Mighty Cannons. Um, I got uh right now what's coming next. I got Mighty and Subordinate coming. So I'm just taking a lot of a lot of Griff's old stuff, a lot of old shell stuff, and kind of remaking it my own way. Um King Mighty Three's in the works, and I think that's all the stuff I'm allowed to talk about. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to say, yo, I got this short. And I'm like, yeah, that looks stupid. You can so, you can tell about what we do. You can tell about that. Oh no, no, that that's your that's your turn. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm trying. I'm working on a little little five pack right now. I'm trying to uh, put out soon. I don't know when, but um, hopefully within the next uh, two months, uh, I want to put out like a little pack. And then um, we, me and Mighty, are doing that RZA Supreme clientele thing. We're working on my next project, and um, it's called P.S. I'll Kill You. I love saying that. I love telling people. <laughs> it's like a, it's a follow up. It's a follow-up to my project, Sincerely Yours Cannons. Yeah. So it's kind of like Sincerely Yours Cannons. P.S. I'll kill you. So it's like just a follow-up to that. So we're just getting back into that. And Mighty's, uh, he's going to help me stare and navigate through the sounds of that. And that's going to be fun. And also, you know, obviously Mighty Cannons 2, which is going to be a daunting task. <laughs> got a lot to follow up, but but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for all those uh, records that are mentioned here. And just thank you again. This was a lot of fun. Really oh, appreciate the time. One last plug. Go to GrimyNobody.com, G-R-I-M-E-Y, Nobody.com, but A-O-T-Y at checkout for 15% off everything. Actually, I might raise it to 20 just for next week. 
but that's the discount code. Acknowledge that as Yabma of the Year. You get a nice little discount. <laughs> All right. I'll put that uh, I'll put that in the description of this episode for those that want to check that out. All right, man. Take care. Really appreciate the time. Peace. All right, thank yeah. you, man. Peace. Peace. These are the times we get, these are the days I'm flawlessly jotting again, fuck your way Why y'all bothering him, scroll now following trends Y'all suck dick, your only choice is to swallow a spit I don't mean to be vulgar, this is reported truth on distorted loops I've been on Hitty straight for so long, bro, pouring the goose Come at my neck, will only end up with yours in the news Back in the shed, prepping for war, forging my tools Fully together, sometimes I feel I'm missing the screw But I'm a monster, so for sure I'm missing So there we have it, another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip-hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. Big shout out to Dano of Free Music Empire, Levi, Mahima, Jeff, Mitch, Dash Lewis, Pancake Cleaner, Trey, Noah, Justin, Brandon, Joe, Gavin, Matt, Teddy Faley, Jackson, Kian, Slumber Logic, Fat Man Tomb, and Khalid for your generous support through the Patreon. I really appreciate it. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.